This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. This is Frog tries to get out of puddle. Dot. Real player. File. <laughs> Look at that frog trying to get out of that puddle. And now I can't tell if he's not getting out because he's having a good time or he's not getting out because of some kind of medical. Oh, that frog's dead. Guys, welcome to the show. Was somebody else moving him around? That frog's dead. <laughs> I think it, I think we were watching it die. Steve, I want to tell you a story. Okay. Um, first time I ever tried to go down on a girl. Whoa, dog. She had her underwear on, and I didn't want to move her underwear because I was nervous. Wait, were you like? How old were you? Twenty-seven. No, I was like sixteen. <laughs> I'm like okay. And I got down there, and I was like. Was that Just good? little snit, little smooches. And she was like, "You didn't. It was nothing. You didn't eat it, like they say in the rap songs." Yeah, that was. Where's before, your knife and fork? It was before rap. It was before rap. Yeah. Damn, dude. What was this like 1940 something? Yeah. I was 16. I uh, I I mean, you know, like, it's a delicate process down there. I know now. I yeah. didn't know before. Yeah. I didn't know, dude. I was so intimidated by all of the stuff. They have so yeah. much stuff. Well, I just was like, you know, when I was a kid, it was like, girls have this and boys have this. Mm. And that's so now, it. Go back. I know, right? <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's fast. Yeah. And I was like, uh, all right, well then, uh, cool. We got, we have different looking things, but they like function the same. You guys have a weird dick. You guys just have a any dick. Your dick is an innie and ours is an outie. Yeah. And that's what I thought for like the longest time. And yeah. then I learned that it's actually like a whole ecosystem. Different system. It's like an ecosystem. There's like flora in there. Yeah. Merriweather. Lawyer. <laughs> Lawyer. Money. Lawyers. There's, yeah. There's like whole transit systems. Do you know girls keep stuff in there like their keys? I think that's a bad idea. I think it's a bad idea too, but they do it doesn't stop them from that's why you have to go to the OBGYN to see if you left a keychain up there I wish they had told me when I was like young that there was like a whole fascinating world in there they don't tell you a lot of important things when you're young they go like you're gonna get these like real nasty sores and you're gonna have a baby and Mm. you're like there's all these things that could happen if you have sex and it's all ways to like try to keep us all scared of it I guess sure when we're young um, and then you learn that it's fucking awesome and it sucks they kept it from us yeah and made us scared of it for so long but I know people cool that kids are kids that don't listen to the teachers were were banging at a young age too yeah. and then there's some casualties isn't there somebody mm-hmm. gets pregnant while they're too young yeah and then they have kind of a hard time they call that the example student yeah they're, they say, they're you like, don't want to be like Tina student? do you yeah and then they give you this look. The teachers are all in the teacher's lounge, and they're like, you guys have an example student yet? Yeah. And we're like, 
Not yet, but I think Rebecca. And then the teacher's like, shut the fuck up. I'm smoking a cigarette. Yeah. I don't want to talk about these fucking kids. I'm drinking soda and smoking cigarettes inside. What are the rules here in the teacher's lounge? <laughs> don't talk about the fucking kids. <laughs> no kid talk. No kids in here. What do they talk about? Goddamn garbage. They probably just talk about how much they fucking hate yeah. all the kids. Yeah. Man, kids are real pieces of shit nowadays for the most part. I feel bad because like kids will straight up assault a teacher for taking your phone away. Yeah. We couldn't have anything. Oh no. Why was it okay? Like we couldn't have a phone in school a lot of the time. Yeah. And now the kids are like, well, we need that for emergency situations. Yeah. We need to have it like on our desk. Yeah. Cause like, what if there's like a fucking active shooter or some shit? Yeah. I got to call them. Thing tell them to stop. To worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to worry about, hold on. We're getting a call. <laughs> coming from inside your mouth. I don't know. I thought it was a nice conversation. Go <laughs> in. Fuck. This fucking thing doesn't let you uh, arm a new track while it's recording. This fucking thing. This fucking, this fucking thing. thing doesn't let me correct my mistakes before. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking thing doesn't give me a chance to correct my mistakes. It just goes like, as soon as you hit record, good luck, buddy. Dude, fuck this fucking thing that has fuck worked that for thing. us flawlessly for the past yeah. 12 years. But today it kind of fucked me. Yeah, so fuck this. Fuck fucking that shit. <laughs> the thing, I'm going to flush it down the toilet. Okay. I'm going to see if I can get it into the toilet. And that must be the plumber. Um, Sounds like someone uh, flushed a Zoom recorder down here. If they had told me that the vagina had like a whole like war it was like landing on an alien planet. Like if they were like the vagina is like an alien planet, I'd be like, dude, let me learn everything about the vagina. How do you think that would make the girls in the class feel? I mean, if they were like the penis is a dirty dong, I'd be like, Yeah. Sure, yeah, man. now I get it. I don't give a fuck. You say whatever you want about my dick. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I, I guess you're right. Maybe some little girls don't want their vaginas to be associated with alien planets. Yeah, if I thought somebody thought my dong was a dirty dong, I'd be bummed out. I'd be bummed out too, but I wouldn't be like, I mean, I guess there are some people that would be really turned off by the idea of the vagina being like an alien planet. Most people. But I think that if you think about humanity and how we biologically function in general, like... Even, like, having babies is such a, like, crazy alien thing. Like, the birth process or, like, growing a organism inside of your body. Is it an alien thing or is it the most human thing? I mean, sure. Since but it's the also, beginning of time. It's happened on this planet. Yeah, I mean, but there could be things that have happened since the beginning of time that are beautiful or whatever that you can deconstruct and be like, oh, that's fucking gross, actually. <laughs> like boogers? Yeah. yeah. Boogers have been around since the beginning of time. I think I'm sure dinosaurs had boogers. Well, what is what is the idea of gross is shaped by what? I guess it's like things that we're meant to like biologically. We think we see we consider things gross because our body is reacting to like something it doesn't want or doesn't want to see like um, 
when you eat berries that are poisonous in the woods and you like puke out your fucking guts you're like well never gonna eat that again and then the next time you see those berries on the tree you're like oh fuck remember when i fucking like when you're like so when you have a smell jaegermeister or whatever when you (laughs) when you have a kid and the kid is a piece of shit then your body reacts to it yes like i never want i don't want that this one talks back (laughs) yeah (laughs) they say when you have a kid something switches in your body that makes you want it no matter how gross it is is that right and uh you know some people can handle gross things more than others for sure Uh but i've heard stories about people who like go into the uh delivery room with their significant others and say that like they've never seen such horrors interesting like you know ripped up shit and poop and blood and pee pee and bile and puke and tears all over the everybody nurses are covered in your poop if they told little girls that there would be less babies i think they should tell them that to scare them like they scared us dude remember like Remember pound puppies? Yeah. Dick crystals. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I remember pound puppies. I had a pound puppy. I think everyone would be a lot cooler if they never lied to us in school and they just told us hard truths. (laughs) Yeah. Like if they taught all of us how to like take out loans instead of doing like algebra and shit like that. Hold on to all your receipts. Dude, think about how many kids need algebra on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. 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 And then think about I how don't many kids. It. What is happening? Kevin's reformatting that. The arm. card isn't working? Man, good day. It's okay. Let's flush everything down the toilet, <laughs> see if it works better. I ain't worried about it. I'm having a nice conversation with my friend. I just think, like, think of all the kids you know with, like, hard, like, they grew up hard. And yeah. they, they had too many truths too fast. Those are yeah. always, like, the coolest kids. Yeah. Like, fuck, they've been through some shit, so they know what's worth, yeah. like, getting upset about and what's not. Or they don't know how to manage their feelings because they've never gone through that part. It's like you're in class and you're like, yo, what's up with Joey? Why is that motherfucker so fucking He's going hard? through a lot. And the guy's like, dude, watch his dad die. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? And then they brought him back. Yeah. And his dad's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> they brought him back and he left their family. Yeah. So he decided. <laughs> but by the time Joey is like 30, yeah. he's either a hardened criminal yeah. or the most well-rounded person in the yeah. town. Yeah. But all these people who have been like lied to and told soft truths for their whole lives. Yeah. Those are the people who are like, my iPad's out of batteries. Dude, for real. You know? For real. Yeah. You like got, somebody well, who's that's been the hard knocks, right? Shit, Somebody who's been through a lot of shit is never that worried that their phone is out of Not power. really, no. Like, fuck it. I'll find the charger and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, we, we always come back to this kind of concept, but it's like the, the like, no atheists in a foxhole kind of thing where it's like, if you're faced with, like, your mortality, mm-hmm. like, it's right there in front of you, then you're like, fuck, not, why did I worry about any fucking anything ever? Yeah. And then you're like, please let me get through this and I'll never worry again. And then you get through it, and then you're, like, back to being a mess. Yeah. But that one moment was, like, a sobering moment for you. Yeah. Whether that's, like, you know, near-death experience or whatever it is. Dude, if I was a god, if I was the god, yeah. I would be such a spiteful the god. <laughs> and I would, all, like, the atheists and stuff like that, when everyone's on their deathbed, because the only truth is everyone die. And I would go when you were having like your DMT moment and you saw like whatever, I would show up for a second and I'd go, huh? And then I'd leave. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's Shit. what I would do. If somebody was like, what would you do if you were all powerful? I would go up to everyone who didn't believe in me for a second and at like, the end oh, yeah? of their life be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what's up with God now. Because they used to talk about him being a vengeful yeah. being and like throwing and then they, down. Then they made him nice. And then they made him Alanis Morissette. Maybe he just decided to be like, you know what? Fuck it. They don't respond to the fucking locusts anymore. And they figured out how yeah. to like. Oh, they know every. They're 23 and they have. They, uh, they figured everything out. They watch YouTube. They Dude. have all the answers. They're 23. They I don't remember, need me anymore. I remember being like my, one of my best friends in school. His name is Jeff. And he his dad was like a smart ass. Like a young. Like, you know, you didn't realize how young people's parents are when you're a kid Mm -hmm. because you're like they seem like old like they're old old heads they had kids so they must be old yeah but like i'm like 20 years older than than my friend's dad was yeah Uh and i'm like holy shit that's fucking crazy um it's it's like bonkers that parents manage to like make any kind of uh you know working human yeah that can survive on the planet alone yeah uh but this guy jeff his dad was like a total smart ass like always making like sarcastic jokes and shit like we do basically but i never i never imagined like a dad could be like that Mm because my dad was just like this super stoic and he's just like here's how it is mijo and like you know he'd joke around and shit but he wasn't like a smart ass he wasn't like saying that I look like fucking uh he said I looked like uh Newman from Seinfeld because <laughs> I had like the Newman glasses and I was this chunky little fucking kid and every yeah. time I come over he'd go like hello Newman <laughs> and I go like hello Jerry <laughs> and now you hate that show yeah well no I always loved Seinfeld <laughs> and uh, I love Wayne Knight the guy that played Newman he was Nedry in Jurassic Park and shit yeah, he's yeah. tight I love him anyway so mm-hmm. But his dad would, like, make fun of me and shit when I would come over. And, like, my dad would never do it. My dad just would be like, don't let don't let them eat all our food. Like, that was the only thing he cared about. Like, friends that would come over. Oh, like, when my uh-oh. friends would come over, he, the only thing he gave a shit about was, like, <laughs> don't let them eat all our food. Like, these poor kids coming yeah, over or whatever. Yeah, that's great. And I was like, Dad, I go to their house and eat all their fucking food. Dude, I remember, <laughs> I don't remember eating, like, over friends' houses. I thought that was a really awkward thing. I was like, I'll always be home for oh, dinner. Oh, like dinner and shit? Yeah, that never happens. And then when my my friends, like, when it was coming time for dinner, it was never like, can this person eat over? It was like, you got to get out of my house so I could eat. Yeah, I'm eating with my family. This is my special family time. Yeah, you got to go. You're not going to be my best friend for life. We don't need to trade baseball cards right now. Yeah. I'm hungry. If you were my best friend for life, maybe you'd come join us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're not. When, dude, when we're friends for life, we'll go out to eat when we're 27. Yeah, you had a cool marble and I invited you over. <laughs> <laughs> You're not eating my You're food. You're not eating my mom's my food. My mom made this food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, like, that idea of, like, a family dinner and your friends would be sitting there and shit, like, seemed like such a TV thing to me. Like, uh-huh. I felt like it's a nice idea. And maybe, like, people, because I, you know, like, in the early days, even in, like, you know, way before, like, we had big civilized cities and shit, people would, like, invite their neighbors over and be like let's have dinner dude together. for years it was their only plan yeah <laughs> like yeah. people have so many different what plans do you have, now. what are you doing on tuesday well Eating. i'm gonna well I'm, at some point yeah. we're gonna eat we're having dinner 
Tuesday's when we have dinner. Well, if Monday goes well, Tuesday we'll have Tuesday dinner. Tuesday we'll have dinner. It's like, why do you wait? For, why? But then you have the whole. So you wait a whole week? Well, sometimes it takes a week to catch the lion. Mm. So if we catch the lion in a shorter amount yeah. of time, it's, if it's a big lion, yeah. we could eat on Tuesday and Thursday. Sometimes we could eat Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And that's nice when that happens. Yeah. yeah. But I have this factory that makes cheese puffs. <laughs> what do you think about that? Exactly. <laughs> I have this factory where in this room, chickens lay eggs. Yeah. And we keep them in this room. We feed them. The plastic, So we basically. have endless eggs and chicken. And then the eggs come down, and some of them get hatched to make more chickens for when we kill this one so we could fry have them Have a up. nice dinner and, Tuesday. And in this room, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there we have heat lamps on the eggs. Yeah. And this guy's learning how to make an omelet. Oh, man. That sounds nice, doesn't it? Like, it, like we think about how we live in a very, like, uh, convenient age. We yeah. live in the age of convenience. Like everything is at our fingertips because of our phones. Yeah, to and a like, as yeah. long as you've got money, you can literally have anything you want, pretty much. Dude, isn't it so funny how all food, and especially all good food, essentially came from boredom? <laughs> like people yeah. ate a lion or a pheasant. Two terrible examples every day. Yeah. Until they were like, I can't eat this shit anymore. Shit. Yeah. Cannot eat it. Yeah. And then they were like, What if we tug on these? Things that the cow has on the bottom of it. Wait, you hold on. You're gonna run. You're gonna tug those. You just nipples? see how it's getting bigger. Yeah. I think the cow seems uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe if we squeeze that to make it smaller, and it's gonna take us a lot of different times to learn how to yeah. do that. Well, I noticed that there was a baby <laughs> that yeah. was sucking on those. So you think we should suck? So on maybe it. we should just suck on them. Does yeah. the baby seem happy? Listen, those babies can't talk. Does it seem happy? Those babies look. They grow up because of it. I'm going to try to Maybe. So oh, then I love <laughs> they did that until that yeah. got boring. Yeah. How long does that take to get You know boring? what? That must have hold been on, huge on. news. Yeah. Yeah. You could just suck this thing. Yeah. And then years later, they were like, I don't want to suck that thing. It doesn't taste Let good. Let someone right? else do it. So they do it. And then they put it into buckets. Then they're like, oh, we could just drink out of the buckets. Yeah. And then that got boring. Yeah. So they were like, what if we just leave the buckets? Yeah. And like, I don't know, we'll let the kids storm around. And then they made cheese. And then they're like, what if we put the old hard cheese on these eggs that the chickens. <laughs> I love that it's because of boredom and not because of like survival slash comp competition slash growth. But no one has to make a cheese omelet for survival. Like people make a cheese omelet because they got sick of, of eating eggs I mean, yeah, they got creative and they were like, well, yeah, because they had access to these things. Yeah. Yeah. We could eat that and we could eat that. It took us a long time to figure that out. What if we put them, what if we ate them at the same time? Dude, I'm just thinking about how like, because like the concept of like drinking another animal's like milk is so funny to me. Like yeah. now, like, because when I was a kid, it was like, drink this fucking giant glass of milk every day. You or you'll never shit. have abs. Yeah. yeah, and then they showed you like on TV, they're like, milk is like the number one thing to, to like, like fuck water. It's all about milk. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, fuck it. I guess I'll fucking drink milk or something. Yeah. And then you learn mm -hmm. that like, milk is like a thing that exists 
just for like babies. <laughs> uh, and that's it. It's got yeah. all the nutrients for a baby. Yeah. And then they're and then they get to an age where like that they need more than the milk. Yeah. And so that's it. Like as humans, it's like milk production is just for babies. And then that's it. Yeah. And but then we were like, well, we got these cows that we've been chopping up. And they make us like burgers and shit, or they make us like these great hides that like we can make clothes out of their skin and shit. Yeah. They were like, we're gonna use everything, including their baby milk. Yeah. And we're gonna make their baby milk our milk as adults. Right, that we could feed to babies if we don't wanna deal with them. Yeah. There must have been like news flashes like all over, like newspapers or whatever, telegraphs, whatever it was, yeah. where people were like, look. I know that when we were babies, we drank our mom's milk. But now we're adults and we can drink animals' milk. Dude, <laughs> dipping, <laughs> dipping Oreos in a glass of milk is the ultimate, like, we're, we beat we, everyone. We rule this place. <laughs> we are the top of the food chain. Here's a circle of chemicals we're dipping yeah. in your milk. We're taking your baby fluid that's for your baby making it cold making it cold and with dipping, our electricity and dipping our science into it <laughs> and not finishing it is the not ultimate. finishing it if you drop the cookie in the milk and you're like ah and then you just Dude, i think i really oh yeah and then it, that's it you, the milk's in the if the milk goes we in the cookie, win. that's it. That's trash. I want to eat a I want to eat an Oreo dipped in cow's milk in front of a cow. I think there's a I think that there's a, a there's a window of time where you can get a spoon and get that cookie out. But if you if the if you miss that window, yeah. it's like now you're just dealing with like slush, like sugar yeah. slush. And there are people I know listening to this show right now who are like that is that's the gold. You want to drop it on purpose. And yeah. and these little differences is what makes us so I beautiful know. as human beings. I know. I love it. Isn't that wonderful, Kevin? Mm -hmm. Rub Kevin. your eyes for a second. You ever have an Oreo? <laughs> Kevin, you ever yeah, rubbed you know, your eyes? They didn't start drinking cow's milk until six to 8,000 years ago. <laughs> Dude, that's how and long we it takes to get bored. We weren't able to actually digest it. It made us sick. Whoa, like lactose intolerance? <laughs> But like, but like we're not supposed to do it. But lactose intolerance is something that happens either by either um, genetically passed from a family gene, or it's like you force your body to hate it. Like you, you can drink milk or eat ice cream and go like, "Wow, that was really tasty" or whatever. But then, like, you do that every every day, uh -huh. and your body's yeah. gonna be like, "No, mm. no, yeah, this is baby." fluid your body says that your body's like this is not you're not a baby anymore you need nutrients you need soda you need soda. imagine yeah, how well, bored of milk you have to do to get soda i mean big milk would hate to hear you say that <laughs> and there really is big one milk. milk company but you know it? how you think about how like uh like there are things that humans did like a hundred years ago that were like jesus christ what the fuck yeah most how could you be how could you do that every day yeah 
And and like one day they'll say that about us and milk yeah. and things like that. They'll How can like, you be on your phone every people, day? People are drinking animal baby milk. Why weren't you looking up at your family? Your family was still alive. Yeah. And you were on your phone. Your family every was day. alive. You'd rather look at that. You had phones and stuff. Yeah. Wait, dude. Imagine like. <laughs> imagine you. You're on a plane with yeah. someone from two hundred years yeah. ago. And you're like, the Wi-Fi is out. And you're like, yeah. this fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I can't fucking Listen. see. <laughs> I can't talk to my friends right now. I really want to watch TikTok. I can't talk to my friends until I do a three-day journey <laughs> and face them. <laughs> Dude, do you remember Mel Mel Brooks used to do a bit with Carl Reiner, and mm -hmm. it was called the Three Thousand Year Old Man or something, or the Ten Thousand Year Old hey, Man. Yeah, yeah. And it was this bit they would do that was like it was like a vaudeville routine, mm -hmm. like, a, and they would just go back and forth, and it was just like Mel Brooks. I think Mel Brooks. Who was the Ten Thousand Year Old Man? Man, I'm gonna fuck this Steve shit Austin. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Austin with this. Was the ten thousand year old? Man. I think it's ten thousand. Is it ten thousand? No, maybe it was three thousand. So anyway, yeah. The first time I went down on a girl, I was just kissing the front of her underwear, and then I came up and I was legit like, "Was that all right?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it, yeah, that two, poor girl had the lie to my face. <laughs> the two thousand year old man was a comedy sketch uh, in the nineteen fifties, and Whoa. it was per first performed in the nineteen sixties. Mm. They talk about milk. But Mel Brooks plays a 2,000-year-old man, <laughs> and Carl Reiner is, like, the straight guy. And he's, yeah. like, asking him questions about, what do you think about our modern age and mm -hmm. shit like that? And it was, like, jokes like that. I love it. Where they were, like, I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like imagine being on a plane with someone from, like, 100 years ago. Right. And, uh, and what kind of conversations would you have? It was yeah. that kind of bit. Uh-huh. Um, real funny shit. But that reminded me of that. But, yes. um. Dude, we suck. We suck as a species. Just going like, what? Can, how can we? Well, how can? How can we get the most out of these like creatures that are clearly beneath us? Well, there's a couple ways to look <laughs> at it. It's either like, if it wasn't us, something would do that to us. Totally. And it's either like, I don't Which subscribe to. Whenever somebody says the most extreme stuff anymore, even mm -hmm. though it might be funny, like I immediately tune out of the, like if we, if somebody says we suck as a species, I'm like, really, do you not enjoy anything yeah. that's out right now? Yeah. Like, do you not enjoy having your phone? Do you not enjoy yeah, having totally, your car? Totally. Do you not enjoy being able to like fly through the air to get across the country in yeah. six hours? Like we, we also like can't help that we're reliant on our phones as a society today because they really like forced it on us they made it look like we were gonna miss out on the future mm. if we didn't get a fucking cell phone like this yeah. they made it look like you won't be cool no one will want to talk to you if you don't have one on you like they really like pushed it into our our brains that like we need this yeah and now we do they it like worked they yeah. like they like got us basically and i think that like we're kind of the innocence in that situation because we're so easily manipulated by things like that. Like you're going to miss out on all of the things that your friends are doing. And then you go like, I don't give a fuck. And then you go to hang out with your friends and they're like, look what my phone can do. It does like a lighter. 
Look, it's a lighter. <laughs> I could drink a and beer. And then when I do this, the light, the flame moves. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, I need that. Uh-huh. Well, that is, that's like how to guilt a 13-year-old into having a phone. Yeah, but like, you know, society followed that. Like society, like when the iPhone first came out, most people were like, man, who gives a shit? And mm-hmm. then, but then it was like, yeah, but look at all these cool celebrities using shit. And it's like, most people were like, well, shit, am I going to, this is going to boost my status as a person to even have this thing. Like, do you remember when the iPhone first came out? Do you remember like what that was like? Yeah. I just don't know the difference between like, I would never get something and I don't know of anyone who would get something because like a celebrity used it. But it's that's more like, the like beginning I could talk to my totally whoever all yeah. the time. So easy. Yeah. I mean, like when T nine came out, it was like, this is a cumbersome, but cool way to talk to people in study hall. Right? Yeah. And then the iPhone came out and was like, Oh, it's like AIM, but for everyone in your pocket, in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it wasn't but- about like, missing out or feeling cool. It was about like technology progressing and making communication. Totally. I mean, that was certainly a part of it, but yeah. like they had been training us with consumerism since we were children. Yeah. To be like, we want this or we're not going to be as cool. Like, I remember being a kid and, like, all of my friends had, like, cool video game systems and shit. And it was, like, just when they all came out. And it's like, well, I feel like a dick because I don't have this. Uh And I feel like I'm not, like, when my friends come over to my house, I don't have the video game system for them to play. And so it, like, made you feel kind of like, like consumerism made you feel like you were missing out on things. Sure. Like, because I almost lean on Mike's side. I never felt, I never got those things because I felt like I was missing out on something. Well, neither did I, but the major, the major, yeah, the masses. Dude, say something that you bought because of the fear of missing out. I, I have one loaded up. Something I bought because of the fear of missing out. Like the first time I saw a PlayStation, I yeah. was like, I don't feel like I need that because the first person I knew who had a PlayStation was such a loser. Yeah. And was the only reason I wanted to hang out with him was because he had he a had that. but it didn't yeah. make me want one. Yeah. And then the first time, do you remember when N64 came out? Oh, yeah. I I forced myself to try to like Zelda yeah. because everyone seemed to be happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I feel like you try those things because when we were kids, like we would like, we, our eyes were glued to the Saturday morning cartoons, which were essentially like marketing tools for us to buy toys and shit. That's why I needed a gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause I watched GI Joe all the time. I just think that like, um, I needed most, a train because of the cartoon express. Like most people. <laughs> do you remember when the, like, I remember, dude, for years after watching Thomas the Tank Engine, I couldn't get on a train that didn't have a face on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't trust it. Where's the face on this fucking How do thing? I talk to this train? How do I tell it where I want to go? Um, yeah. Anyway, but, like, you know, Apple was really good at it because they would do those commercials where, like, the, when they do iPod. Remember the iPod? Like, uh-huh. the commercials with the headphone? Oh, yeah, those like, are great. And you're like, I want those fucking headphones. Like, you may not be like, I want them because I will be cool too. But you're, but the imagery is telling you that, and subconsciously you're like, there, there's a motivator in there for that. It may not be like the main one. I just think when you get into like personality traits, yeah, 
I think it's different. I think you get into subsets of consumerism based on people's personality. Totally. Like you could totally get something. I know people who get shit that they don't even like. Yeah. But they're like, I have this. Yeah. This, like Teslas. Yeah, yeah. I, the, the Toyota is better, but this is like those fucking it's a status boots. symbol. Those yeah. red boots. It's, they're yeah. only a status symbol. I think it's never been stronger than now. But I remember back in like iPod days, I was like, Oh, I don't have to listen to CDs anymore. Like yeah. it was a functionality thing. It, it wasn't like drive, yeah. I'll be cool if I have this. Well, totally. I mean, it's like just a byproduct. Totally. But I feel <laughs> like no matter what, under that is like all of the marketing tricks they like baked into our brains mm. since we were a kid. So it's like, why do we want technology to have access to things? that we didn't have access to before but like do we want those things for like a practical reason or do we want those things because it's cool to be like hey mom can you pick me up on this little thing it's like there's all these like weird psychological well, technology is supposed to make things easy totally, right totally. so if back in the day i had to find a quarter a quarter yeah and find a payphone yeah. and talk on some like yeah, unhoused yeah. man's mouth. Yeah, yeah. In the, the streets. Right, in the street, in, in the, the hard streets. streets. Or I could just take this thing out of my pocket yeah. and be like, Mom, I'm at. But you Jeff's know what's house. funny? Um, to this point, they released. So the iPhone came out and was a huge fucking success. And it just was like people were buying them for whatever reason status symbols, like ease of access technology whatever yeah but so that all happened and then like this company was like okay we want to take away all the status all the like popularity stuff about the iphone and sell a phone that just does the phone and no one bought it no one gave a fuck what was that it was a i forgot what it was called but it was literally just it it was like a go phone or yeah go like phone yeah. or something like once that once something is accepted into like the populace yeah. it's tough to go backwards after but that. it's like if i came to you in the street and was like you've got an iphone fucking cool but isn't there a bunch of too much apps and like it feels like you know you gotta be on the cutting edge of technology or you're gonna be behind or whatever it's like what if i sold you this that is literally just a phone and it doesn't do apps and all it does is make a phone call yeah. and get messages. Like, you'd be like, been oh, through... fuck that thing. Hey, Jaya. What's happening? Hey, this is Mike Falzone, and you're um, unwillingly a guest on the Dynamic Banter podcast. Ooh, look at this. Hi, JF. That's Steve. Hey, buddy. Hey, Steve. I've heard of him. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah. You admit on stage that you are addicted to your phone. A hundred percent. And are you still planning on going back to having a landline? Uh, I was currently, I'm currently looking at my landline. <laughs> you, so you got but it. you called him on a cell phone. I, I currently have a landline. He knows that I'll never call him on his landline. On his landline? But what, can you explain briefly why you want, why that is so attractive to you? Why? Because I want to be able to put my cell phone in a drawer and in case of emergencies, my older parents can still have a way of getting in touch with me. Your older pants, parents would call you on the iPhone or on the landline? On the landline. They I have want, a landline? I want the, I want the landline so I can shut my cell phone off. And that in case of emergency, people who are important to me still have a way of contacting me. And you want to do less on your phone. You want to do nothing at all I, on your I, cell phone. I, I, want, I want to do fucking jack shit on this goddamn cell phone. Do you think it's going to hurt your career? Uh, probably, and no. 
I think I will become a better artist by yeah. being on my phone less and being in the world more. Less distracted. Yeah. And, I th- and I think it'll give me something different and fun to talk about. Yeah. Uh, more perceptive, but, maybe? More per- yeah, more perceptive. But I think short term, like with like Instagram and stuff like that, uh, and building fans, because that's where most people's attentions are now is on social media. It yeah. could hurt me. Yeah, because it's almost like if you're trying to get fans, if you're trying to be an outward artist, it doesn't matter what you like. It ma- you have to be where the consumers are at. Yeah, but also at the same time, I feel like if you make a piece of work or a body of work that is extremely good, people will find it, and then people will talk about it, and people will share it. You know. Then why didn't my last TikTok do that well? That's a good question. Um, because people were talking about it. <laughs> does anybody else have any follow-up questions for JF? No, I think that's one. Does he, JF, do you know that there are phones that exist that are only like just phone call like, machines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a flip. I've thought, I've thought about going the flip phone route, but the thing is because I tour so much and I'm in Europe a lot. I still need a, a smartphone so I can have, like, Google Maps yeah. and things like that. They made like it so we much. need that shit, those fucks. Do you know Google Maps makes you gay? Uh, I didn't know that. Um, is that why you've been using it? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, JF. Thank you so much. Bye, JF. So that was JF. <clears throat> that was JF, and he's the person I know that has been, like, very adamant about... I'm getting a landline for a long time, yeah. so I wanted to get his perspective. Yeah. But he's, but it's interesting because from someone who's like, I admit I have a problem. I want this thing, right. but then went on to explain why they need this fucking thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like there's, you can either be like the guy that just has your cell phone and accepts the fact that like that we need it. Yeah. Or you can have like two things. And one is like, you got to hide it sometimes. And then you got this other thing that's just for this, mm-hmm. but then you got a landline and it's like, I don't want to carry around too many things either. It's like, yeah. it's almost like they made it so that who's the, when you say they, yeah. who's they like technology corporations like Apple and like the, the big manufacturers of Google, the manufacturers of like the technology that, cause they sit in their offices and they go like, how do we make things that people need? But need through us. Yeah. 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 And like they go like, well, people need their phones. People need food. Mm-hmm. People need, you know, transportation. Yeah. So like, you know, those are like, those seem to be the places where they're like, how do we butter people up the most to make them like want these things? So yeah. That they, and then they go like, well, you're renting the phone, not buying it. And like we, you're paying them all this money every year to have it and sure. stuff. It's like, it's an interesting thing that they kind of just like. We're like, but you know you want it because the technology is cool. And, like, for me, I've always been, like, a technology nerd. So, like, when someone showed me that you could have, like, fun apps and games, mm-hmm. I was like, fuck, it's like a video game. It's like, I don't need to buy a DS. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can just buy this and I'll have everything I need and more. Dude, since I started making my own money, all of my money goes to either phone technology or technology that I could, or oh. the strip club, <laughs> because squirting ain't cheap. Yeah, no, it's not. And uh, it also goes into technology that I could use to make money. Yeah. Very rarely do I spend money on stuff that oh, I can sure, make yeah. money with. Yeah, I mean, this is, for us, 
That's the other. That's we, why I can't yeah. put it down. We is can't. because like I get to work constantly. It's our fucking job. And that's the thing that yeah. they, whoever they is, did to us. I know, dude. I remember back in the day we had a conversation about how, you know, it used to be, uh, or we used to sleep for like a day. Fuck, what was it? Up until like 150 years ago, we used to sleep like for a day and then they found out that you can make twice as much money if you slept if you stop sleeping, less yeah. and now we just sleep less. I know and now they're fighting for like a four day work week. Hell yeah, dog. And, and there's like all this shit that's like can't we just go back to the basics like and just, you know, work on a bartering system or some yeah, shit. Yeah, can't we just trade beans? Like, let's just trade shit. Like, what are you, like, I have art that I could make physically and trade for something. <laughs> yeah. That, like, you got potatoes? Yeah. You farm potatoes? Dude, my friend. You this fucking cool hat. It says poo-poo pee-pee on it. What do you think about this? <laughs> Dude, I, I miss back in the day how there was, it was like, I grow beans. Yeah. So I'll give you my beans. And then one person plants the beans and they're like, I'll give you this plant. Yeah. And then one person climbs the plant and says, now I'll give you a gold harp yeah. from a giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that then was they real. trade it and then you got a car. That was what happened in Vietnam. I want to talk to one more person. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm calling all their landline and their cell phone at once. Anyway, let's do some ads. Yeah. Let's sell the people something. Let's sell you guys some things. Let's do some commercials. Guys, my undies are full of poop. But knee undies are made from micromodal fabrics. <laughs> okay. I'm in. And that's something that you can count on <clears throat> when you talk about my, uh, my... Well, we're not talking about my undies. We're talking about me undies. But you do wear them. So in a roundabout way, these are talking me, about your undies. Well, like your these, undies. my me undies are soiled. Guys, when was the last time you treated yourself to something quality? Mike and I were just talking about this. And we're not calling you basic, but we get it. Sometimes it feels like quality things are out of reach. <laughs> now that me undies, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I, I ate something spicy. Right burp real quick. <laughs> now that me undies is available on the me undies website, Amazon, and Nordstrom stores. Is that right? Yeah, fancy. <laughs> Damn, our boy, our boy, my Miyandi's moving up in the world. Dude, you selling your shit in Nordstrom? Shit. I sold some shit in Nordstrom once they kicked me out. <laughs> I walked around Nordstrom once and three different people asked me if I needed help. And I each time said no, and then I realized that I wasn't dressed to be in there. I don't go there anymore because they ask if I'm going to pay for the stuff I hid in my coat. I hid it! They watch me. They watch me when I'm in Nordstrom. Guys, MeUndies is offering 25% off. Plus free shipping. 
They let their dogs poop in the yard and then they just walk away from the poop. Me undies are my me undies. Me undies is offering 25% off plus free shipping on your first order when you order through their website. These undies are ripe for the taking. <laughs> and I'm sick of underwear that isn't me undies. I tried to put on a pair of underwear that wasn't me undies the other day, and my body rejected my it. My body rejected them. Yeah, they rejected it. My, I tried to do that legit, and my legs kicked them off. I put on a whole <laughs> other pair of underwear. I won't say the brand. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I, I wore them for about four hours, and it started coming out of my arm. My body sucked it up into the skin. <laughs> you and squeezed I, the zit, and I, boxers I, came yeah, out? Yeah, I felt a little something, and it was the underwear coming out of another part of my body. So don't let that happen to you. Guys, and I'll tell you, shopping for MeUndies has never been easier. In the mood to feel their famous fabric and see their bright, fun prints in person? I've got ladies coming over every night, and they're seeing my undies and asking me where I got them. And I said, uh, well, uh, 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 and I say, well, and, and I said, well, I got them from me undies. And remember, the me undies website is still the best way to explore all the undies and apparel they have to offer, from men's and women's undies to joggers, socks, and bralettes. You can put your punching bags into some of them. Me undies, and you'll feel the micromodal fabric all around those areolas. <laughs> Straight up, from my mouth to dog's ears. We're talking the bounty hunter. Rest in peace. He's up there. Guys, and also, you can join the Me Undies membership and save up to 30% on most purchases, and members also get tons of other perks like early access and free shipping. Guys, they had Back to the Future Me Undies, they had Star Wars Me Undies. I got a pair the other day that had cute little, uh, what do I call those guys that crack open shells on their tummies? The swim around. Otters! Are those otters sea otters? Ah! I had some sea otters <laughs> on my... So guys, to get 25% off your first order, as I said before, and free standard shipping, you can head to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. The sale is only available for online purchases. And remember. If you're not 100% satisfied, it's on us. Well, not us. Personally. Well, it's on them is what they're saying. You know? Somebody's got to pay for it. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it's on us. I mean, we're part of the problem. Tell someone else. Warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. It's <laughs> <laughs> never not gonna be funny. <laughs> it's too much to do, guys. <laughs> Hello, Fresh. Hi, who's there? Hello? Hello? Who's on the phone? E.T.?
With HelloFresh, guys, we're talking farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients delivered right to your door. How does that sound, smackers? Right from the chicken building <laughs> to the egg room yes. to your door. From their egg room to your egg room. <laughs> Sometimes when I buy a plane ticket, I get the extra egg room. I like to look around in the factories and get my idea and get my idea and get my idea. These are grass-fed eggs. I get my idea. I like to get my I like to get ideas for egg rooms. And when I go to a new place, I say, "Let me see your egg room so that I might be able to clean it." Somebody for the fucking phone. Guys, HelloFresh <laughs> makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, and that's why it's America's number one meal kit. That's why! Let me do my show, for Christ's sake! Guys, you can make mealtime easy with delicious recipes made with fresh, wholesome ingredients delivered to your door. No lines, no hassle, just great taste and meals. You can whip up and enjoy in the comfort of your home. Ah! Delicious dinners are a cinch and a pinch with HelloFresh's chef-crafted seasonal recipes that come with ingredients that are already pre-portioned. So all you gotta do is cook it and enjoy! Guys, and I'll tell you, powering up with protein is easier than ever with HelloFresh. Uh, and I am mine. And I am mine. Did check out their Protein Smart uh, tag on their menu to quickly find recipes, including thirty uh, that feature thirty grams or more of protein. Mike, we're talking one pot pork and black bean chili. <laughs> Bit of a pingy ting. <laughs> and guys, we're talking about uh, creamy Dijon dill chicken. <laughs> so guys, I'll tell you, Mike and I've been cooking up HelloFresh meals for a couple of years now. They've been a proud sponsor of the Dynamic Banter program for a little over a couple of nine years now. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Banter60 and use that code BANTER60. <laughs> Almost there, dude. Someone ran Almost up to the there. door and then stopped. <laughs> and then the ran. <laughs> you go to HelloFresh.com slash BANTER60. Use that code BANTER60 for 60% off. <clears throat> Bit of a pingy ting. And you'll get free shipping. Wow. 
I know. I said HelloFresh.com slash Banner60. Use that code Banner60 for 60% off and free shipping. Guys, we're talking HelloFresh here. America's number one meal kit. <laughs> Steve's stomach just came out of his mouth real fast. I don't give up. Oh, so many buttons. What do you got? A petticoat over there? Peace. Guys, where are we? Warby Parker's here. Guys, knock knock. Who's there? Warby Parker. Warby Parker, who? Um. Guys, I'll tell you, uh, Warby Parker was founded with a mission to inspire and impact the world with vision. Isn't that nice? And we're gonna give it to him. If you need vision, we got it! Huh? <laughs> I said, if you need vision, we've got it! Oh. Warby oh. Parker offers everything you need for happier eyes. Eyeglasses, sunglasses, contact lenses, and eye exams. You can shop with them online or in their stores. Glasses start at $95, including prescription lenses. Now, that's that's what we call, that's what I call good price. I'm Just someone driving to work. <laughs> Dead silent. <laughs> no expression on the face. Searching through the AM channels. <laughs> Guys, you can try Warby Parker's free home try-on program. You can order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free. And there's no obligation to buy. Ships free and includes a prepaid return shipping label. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash banter guys and you must take the quiz and order a try on kit at least two weeks in advance <laughs> of uh your ad read mike Mike, you've had a pair of Warby Parker glasses before, haven't you, buddy? Yeah, they were great, and that's my personal testimony. Me too, man. I have had many pairs that I enjoy quite a bit, and that home try-on kit is really fun and cool to use. It's like getting a whole box of glasses for you try-on for your friends. That's exactly what it is. Neil Gosh. Not to mention another friend. <laughs> Just a friend's name, that's all. <laughs> so guys, go to warbyburger.com slash banter. I'll tell ya. One more time, that's warbyparker.com slash banter. And... Mm. Try those five pairs of glasses at home for free. 
at warbyparker.com slash banter. (laughs) 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 Thank you so much. Fuck, man. Wasn't that nice? I don't know. Okay. So I want to run run right in to walk it out. Walk it out for us. I'm trying to get down to the history roads because I know. Some people have talked to us. <laughs> Dude. I know some people have There have been four or five times where I forgot what we were doing. I know that there's people who have hit us up about this poop problem. Remember we were talking about this poop problem, Mike? There's poop everywhere in Los Angeles. The rain has been making it worse. The rain is just making all those dried turds look slippery and sloppy. It, it disguises it a lot of times. Because you're like, oh, is that just dirt on the sidewalk? And it's never not. It came I, out of a, a person. It's like turd Halloween. They're all dressing up. And uh, and I'm sick of it, Mike. I'm yeah. really, I really am. I yeah. want something to be done about it. So let's get into these history roads because I just know some people have sent us some fun there's a lot. There's potential solutions also, to this. my sister sent me that there's already a phenomenon about this. What do you mean a phenomenon? Uh, okay, okay. There's already a... There was a thing called the Cobra Effect. <gasps> Here, read it. <sighs> Same thing, where they came the system. The Cobra Effect. The term Cobra Effect was coined by economist Horst Siebert. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know everything about that person. That's a horse of a different color. Is that a junior? <laughs> you got Please, a nickname? Horst Siebert was my father. Please. Horst? Like the Horst. most horse? Horst. <laughs> like the past tense of a horse. All week I've been horsed. But, uh, so there's this was based on an anecdote of an occurrence in India during British rule. Horst Siebert. The British government, concerned about the number of venomous cobras in Delhi, offered a bounty for every dead cobra. <laughs> Horst is his name? Horst. Like, I just, my voice is feeling hoarse. Like, yeah. if you win the Kentucky Derby, you came in hoarse. <laughs> no, they were the horse. They came in hoarse. This pl- <laughs> it's hot. There's nothing to eat. This is the horse. <laughs> this is the horse. Uh, eventually, here's the deal. Uh, there was a bounty for every dead cobra. Initially, this was a successful strategy. Large numbers of snakes were killed for their for the reward. <laughs> Eventually, however, enterprising people began to breed cobras for the income. This is what we're talking about. Don't busy dig- Will you just kill them? <laughs> when the government became aware of this, <laughs> you need to fill it. The reward With program. Cobra. The, the reward program was scrapped. Damn. When cobra breeders set their now worthless snakes free, the wild. <laughs> The wild cobra. Like the same effect as somebody playing the accordion the entire time. The cobra, the wild cobra, uh, the uh, population further increased. Dude, this is like that TikTok, the TikToks where there's a a clip of something and then something innocuous is happening (laughs) in the background, but it's only the second clip. 
It's like three or four <laughs> clips that don't mean anything playing at once. So when Cobra Beaters, this and so the so it brought more wild cobras into the mix. Mike, so it was. So it's that impossible was, for me to follow the story. So they tried something similar to like we'll pay you. In this case, these cobras were poop. And then what happened? And it just, people were gaming the system, and then they scrapped the whole idea. And then it brought more snakes! They were breeding breeding their own snakes and then killing them and bringing the corpses and going like, give me money. So they, so there were more snakes as a result of people breeding them? Yeah. Oh. So you think there's going to be more poop? If we pay people to pick up poop, do you think there's just going to be more poop? It doesn't work like that with leaves. I think it just means the government will be like that. We don't want people yeah, to game the system. Yeah. yeah, and then there's just gonna be poop everywhere. Monday, March 20th, I'll be at the Comedy Store. Melissa Benner has a solution to Steve's poop problems, as they say, as they have said. Suddenly everything feels racist in here. Melissa Benner says, BB's, hey baby boys, I don't know if I, if this was a targeted ad for clicking on your video about dog shit, but this link will hopefully take you to a video of a robot that scoops up dog shit. (gasps) Best of luck and always watch where you step from Melissa. Let's see this here. Beetle. A robotic pooper scooper. Oh my god, this guy. This, this is a dodo an, video. It says this is an autonomous pooper scooper. <laughs> Very good. Wow, look at that. It's showing us how it works. It's a, the, This robotic scooper will roam your garden looking for waste left behind by your pet. So it's like a Roomba, a poopa. How does it know? Let's see. It says, uh, 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 ooh. It's called Beetle. Once the docking station is set up, the beetle robot will begin work scanning the grounds, mapping out areas to find waste. Dude, it is just straight up. It just picks it up with these little claws. How does it know? God, that looks gross. This device can operate in rough grass, and once the device finds waste, it will then deploy a claw, which will collect it. Yeah, what if it's like a rat? How does it know? We're picking up this rat. It's, it looks like it's using... When the device's battery runs low, it'll park itself in the docking station, which will then recharge the batteries. Mm. I mean, we can't have this thing roaming around in the streets, could we? People are going to kick the shit out of this poor guy. Kick him I into mean, the road. There are robots that deliver food for people that people don't kick the shit out of. For sure. And those things also get absolutely destroyed by vandals. Did you know that there was a... How does the robot know it's poop? That's the only question I have. I mean, I guess it's like analyzing. It's using a camera. But we don't have to guess. The information has to be there. Who, what do you program into a robot to be like, that is poop. Then the robot knows. I think it's got a camera and it's like scanning. And when it sees a mound of something, it picks it up, which means it could be dirt. It could be other trash. Do you know this for sure? 
Well, it showed a picture of it like like locking in on like a poop. And why it's, don't like, we? Black get, and white. Why don't we get? I think part of the problem dumbing people down is you just show them the picture of what it does, yeah. and you don't tell them how it works. Well, there's there's, I think that there's a healthy amount of skepticism that comes along with watching a video like this for a few reasons. First of all, it's the fucking internet, so not everything you see should be believed. AI is making some pretty convincing looking uh, realistic scenarios that are hard to tell if they're real or not. A lot of deep fakes are hard to tell if they're real or not. So something like this could also fall under the category of being like a fairy tale. Like how the fuck could this work? But it looks like it looks like it works and it really does look like those robots that like deliver food, which also begs the question, like how do those robots know where to deliver the that food? That I shit? get because every place has a GPS. Like so you like send yeah. the robot to this GPS and that GPS. What do you tell but the robot? how does it stop at the, like the stoplights and stuff like that or not get run over or like go into the street? Like, I think that there's like programming in these boys to make them, you know, analyze their surroundings and stuff. But, um, but dude, this totally reminded me of this project a while back where they were like, I swear it was from Canada or something, where they like built this robot and they're like, we're going to have this robot travel the world. Like it'll take buses and it'll like hitchhike yeah, and, and stuff. Yeah, and then they beat the shit they out of it. They beat the shit out of it. Every time they got to Philly. <laughs> Every time they got to Philadelphia specifically. <laughs> and it just stopped working. It was like these Canadians. They were just trying to do a nice, fun project. They're like, stick stickers from your city on it and stuff like that. People just like destroyed it. I typed in, iRobot's new Roomba uses AI to ro- avoid smearing poop all over your house. Okay? So oh. I, wrote, I wrote, how does a robot recognize poop? And this is what I got. The vacuum has a camera to spot obstacles, and image recognition algorithms trained on iRobot's data set can determine whether that obstacle appears to be poo. Yeah. (laughs) So here is my very human being question. Mm -hmm. What do you type into the algorithm to say that mound of something is poop. I mean, I think that these are, this is a question for smarter people than us. What's well, an image rec- uh, recognition? But, so you probably show it images of poop. So it probably, they probably spent. 10,000 images yeah, of poop. Yeah, they probably spent like hundreds of hours. So doing there's, like, a, there's a day at the robot yeah. company where they're like, we need everybody's pictures of poop. We need everybody's poop. <laughs> Everybody poop all around the compound today. If you poop. Anytime within the next three weeks and you don't take a picture of it, you're fucking fine. I mean, let's be honest. There's no shortage of poop data out there, <laughs> whether on the streets or in their building where they're doing their research. But they, they give everybody at the company 10 megapixel cameras. And they'll take a Shit outside and take a picture of but it. But that would just analyze human poop, which is vastly different than dog poop. I mean, I, mean, I guess depending on how big the dog is. Maybe depending on how much Taco Bell the dog yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> Depending. Guys, Joe David, David, God damn it, says, Ew, David. The fresh leavings of a canine were solved in Dublin, Ireland. <laughs> says, Hi, boys. As, this, as the subject line suggests, I come from Dublin. I would love to hear your best, worst Irish impressions. I'm Irish. I'm a. I, why are you over there being Irish? I'm just over here being Irish. 
I've been Irish. Irish Spring. Blarney. Blarney. Killarney. Tarty toy. Hearty tar. Target. Why is there a Starbucks in the, in the Target? A, tar, a star to Starbucks. Why is, who needs coffee when they're walking around the Target? Take your car to Target, Starbucks in the Target parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we got Boston. Um... How do they recognize? Who? What do you type into the algorithm to make the iRobots recognize a pipe? Someone is stolen my doublings. <laughs> Guys, apparently they have solved the poop problem in Dublin, Ireland. They killed all the dogs. And they said they have. A, <laughs> they did. They killed them all. They said they solved the dog poop problem for the most part. Growing up in Dublin, I remember dog shit being scattered everywhere in my little suburban abode. People would just drive around in their trucks and throw poop like newspapers. <laughs> Dude, even our parents just threw garbage out the window until there was that commercial of the Native American crying. I remember there was a road trip of me. Uh, my dad was driving. And he put his hand in the back seat, and I just pooped into his hand, and then he threw it out the window. And he hit a monument. <laughs> and that's how we used to see the country. He hit a mom. Uh, so apparently, really, to the point where we would regularly see the full spectrum of dog excrement from little black pebbles to thick brown slugs, all the way to the elusive white dog dirt. When it's been left in the sun and heat for so long, it dries out to look like chunks of chalk on the ground. We actually read about, did we learn about this here? Because we've talked about white dog turds. You remember those? Yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen them though. You know why? No. They changed the dog's diet. They did change the dog food ingredients. No more Alpo. That didn't have the thing that was making their dirds turn white. And now it doesn't do it no more. It It had nothing to do with the sun. It was stuff in dog food. Powdered sugar. This was a regular sight for me and my friends as we played on the grassy areas around my neighborhood. Then it seemed like all of a sudden all the dog poop was gone and nowhere to be found. Sounds like heaven. Did you die? Look at all. Uh, like it just all vanished. Kevin. Never to return to stain our clothes if we get stuck in the cracks of our shoes. No longer would we have to hunt down those little sticks to pick out the shit from the bottom of our shoes. Before reading on, maybe have a guess at what you think might have happened. I'm sure the reality is much less inter- much less much less interesting than what you guys come up with. They were making people were eating them. People were eating them. Yeah, my, that's my guess as well. Yeah, you just be, see them on the street, and then they just you were if a cop saw you not eat it, you would get arrested. Yeah, you get a citation. Yeah, I'm gonna have to cite you for not eating his shite. What we have here. We have a little one not eating his turds. Let me check your teeth for fresh leaves. Perhaps I'd have to tell your mother whom I went to school with. Why doesn't your breath smell like shite? Let me smell your breath, you young tyke. <laughs> so, from what I remember... They don't know any better. There was a story that went around that there were pirates... There was a story that went around that some poor little girl was playing around and got some dog fecus into their hands. 
<laughs> her being very young and naive, she subsequently touched her eyes and her eyes got horribly infected. Gross. <laughs> so infected that she became blind? <laughs> Dude, that's the image I had in my head. <laughs> that going <laughs> Shit dripping into this young girl's eyes. Poor, th- poor thing. At which point her parents then tried to sue the city council for negligence. Okay. Come on. You know, sue the city because there's poop? Yeah, because work. if there is hazardous material that can make a chill... Dude, you can, get, you can get arrested if you leave a bucket turned on its side yeah. in your yard because a kid could just be in the bucket so and, like, suffocate themselves. If you were, like, the owner of a piece of land... Yeah, and that land had, like, a well... And that land... And you well, didn't let's cover say, your well and a kid fell down? Well, it's sure. like the same thing. Sure, sure, sure. But let's say you're the owner of a piece of land and some kid comes and sticks dog turds in their eyes. (laughs) And then they come over and go, we're suing you. And you could prove it. Would you be like, fine, I'll pay whatever the fuck you want. But can you teach your fucking children not to put poop in their goddamn eyes? First, for sure. Like, wouldn't you, like, you'd pay it. So you'd accept it. You'd accept that it's your fault that kid put poop in their eyes. (laughs) <laughs> and you pay it happily and move on and be like, fine. Well, dog turds yeah. are left out from negligence. Yeah. It's a it's a result. Any injury let's would say it's not be the result of negligence. Let's say it's like coyotes that come out at night and they shit there. Well, what can you do about that? What can that? you do? So you just have to pay it and just... Coyote yeah. shit in the woods. Does a coyote shit in the woods? Will the Pope hear it? Uh, so guys... <laughs> <laughs> If a, if a tree shits on a coyote, does the Pope hear it? Does the Pope, does the Pope know? <laughs> does the Pope know every time a tree shits in the coyote? Yes or no? If you have faith. Um. So, uh, the parents sued the city council for negligence. Whether they won or not, I do not know. But it must have scared the city councils in Dublin shitless. Get it? No. As soon as after there were hundreds of posters and signs stating. Owners need to pick up their dogs' droppings or face fines for up to five grand. That's that's the move. If somebody catches you not picking up your dog shit, like I've seen, remember how we were talking about it's very rare that you catch someone not picking up their dog shit? Yeah, but if there you needs to be the it, ultimate pem- penalty. I think you're right. Um, I saw somebody let their dog shit on a sidewalk in Santa Monica where people sleep, by the way. Yeah. And that's someone's uh, apartment. And I saw them walk away. Dude, me and Zoya <laughs> launched, launched. Oh, yeah. attack. And, oh good. Like, hey, we were in the car. We're like, Hey, fuck you. Yeah. You're being a piece of shit. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Yeah. You have to shame. You people. have to at least shame them. There has to be public shaming. If you, if somebody catches you leaving your dog shit. One time I was walking Naren's dog. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the dog shit onto a bush. Like on the top of it? Like loves doing it. Like shit onto the side of a bush. So it was one of those like big leaves. It was just hanging. And I was like, that is That's art. A piece of art, yeah. That was skillfully placed. Yeah. And I left it there for sure. That's wonderful. But if a cop saw that and was like, you need to give me 500 bucks, I'd be like, I get it. Because Fuck. I would pay for that. Because you'd want other people to be getting that same punishment anything you don't want people to do you have to like scare them isn't that funny it's the same shit we were talking about as like when we were kids being taught about sex it was a scary thing not like a fun also to be fair 
kids, and maybe I'll get a little bit of heat for this, but we should scare kids into not having sex. I don't know. It's not, kids are not, if if I'm not going to let you drive a car until you're 16 or vote until you're 18 or buy alcohol until you're 21, you could definitely not have sex. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to throw you in jail for having sex, but you're definitely not mature enough to handle the repercussions of sex. I think we should fine children for having sex if they're caught. Kids should be fined $5,000 for having sex before their 16th birthday. So anyway... If, if And here's the thing. After the five grand fine, repeat offenders could face jail time. Yeah. Uh, so imagine going to jail for that. Accident, mm-hmm. or, or additionally, the councils did provide plenty of public waste disposal bins around common public areas. The bin. You see that a lot in L.A., the posts with all the doggy bags? Not, in a, not as much as I'd like to see, but there are a lot around the apartment buildings. Yeah, I'd like to see them out on the streets and stuff where people like kind of take their like around the apartment buildings are good because a lot of people will just come outside their apartment, let their dog run around in a circle for a second, shit, pick up the poop, put it in the thing and then go back inside. Yeah, like instead of walking their dogs like a few hundred feet instead like of you giving should. your dogs exercise yeah a little exercise let your dog sniff stuff dude let your dog walk i don't care how much time you don't have yeah let your dog who is in your fucking in your shit. 800 foot square apartment exactly your little box let him smell don't they imagine not being able to like at least see down the block and you're stuck in this box all day yeah mama mia uh so it says uh, it seemed like both these measures took care of all the fresh leavings of the canine scattered around Dublin. Like I said, not a wholly interesting conclusion, but an idea for you guys. Maybe one that you can take. Uh, maybe you can take one for the team. Do they and- not think we have that here? We have signs and we have fines. It's just no one catches anybody no doing it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, it, there are certain areas, signs yeah. all over the place. Like if you leave your dog signs, shit here. Yeah. Fines. Yeah. Is there dog poop fines in California? Yeah. Well, I think it's considered littering. So you'd get like a $500 it ticket. Is cons- I think you're right about that. There should be. Can it you says, look that up? Dog species <laughs> must be disposed of in a sanitary <laughs> manner. A violation of this section is an infraction punishable by a fine of up to $100. That's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You really got to scare the shit out of people. <laughs> you really yeah. got to scare the shit into the garbage. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, Joe. Uh, yeah. Joe's who sent us in that, that very informative dog poop situation. Dude, sometimes even when I see those posts that have like the bags, the, the little container of bags, I think it's very nice, but I do think that's the city going above and beyond to like rectify. Like if you want a pet, if you want all the responsibility that comes with a pet, but you don't want to remember to put a bag in your pocket. Like, that doesn't seem like... Yeah. I wish that people were better. I wish that they didn't need the city to be like, and here's the bags, yeah. and they're already outside. I know. It's like, again, like, we're in a... We're in a... a uh, the great age of convenience, right? Mm-hmm. So, with that said, it's like, we expect everything to be a convenience, including the little bags for our dog shits and Elon stuff. Musk should come pick up the shit. So, it's like, if we've marketed convenience as like a necessity then we need to like consider convenience in the other aspects too right like cleaning up our our shit like think about like recycling remember how recycling was a thing early on when we were kids Mm. and it was like you know you gotta take your recycling to this recycling center at Mm -hmm. the like every 
when your recycling bin is filled. And it's like, no one's going to do that. No one's going to drive their shit to a no. fucking center. Okay, we'll do a truck, but we'll paint it different. And then they're like, all right, fine. We'll give you another bin. And you can just throw it in that bin. And uh-huh. People barely do that. They go yeah. like, yeah, they'll sift through it at the dump or whatever. And now they, they don't even do a good job of sifting no. through it. So there isn't really – it's funny how, like, the convenience applies to things that, like, we want, not necessarily things that are helpful to Yeah, others. it's like everything comes at a cost. My mom used to say you could have things two of three ways. It's, like, fast, easy, and cheap. Yep. And you can only – you, you can pick you two out of the for, three. Basically, yeah. You get what you put your effort into. You know, if it's fast and easy, it's not going to be cheap. There was a so beautiful so poem that says that you, can, you always get what you give. <laughs> And I don't give a shit. Uh, Mike. Yes. Thank you. For, well, first of all, thank you guys for those history roads. I know that there's many more uh, dog poop scenarios uh, that you guys have sent in. And maybe we'll just continue on with them. Because I don't know if I feel like we've figured out our solution here. But if I need to go to our city hall and be like, we need to increase the fines for dog poops. What are and, the chances of that happening? I mean, if we get enough interest in this and we think that this could actually work, because I'm not going to waste my time with something that's not going to like. I think that everybody matter. thinks that, and that's why it doesn't. That's happen. true, but if we put the research in and we think and we find that it could be a fruitful endeavor, then fuck yeah, I'll, I'll lead the charge. Dude, I want you on the city council. First of all, that'll never happen. Second of all, I want you on the city council. <laughs> I want you voted into a position where that's like you have to take care of a lot of things, but that's the only thing you care. Dude, about. Dude, I would love like, it. Like I don't know, dude, fucking put another pipe in. Put yeah. another oil pipe out. You know what though? They've got <laughs> enough people working on the like things that are bigger problems and they're not doing anything about it. Uh-huh. So they can have one more person there pretending to fix something. You're the dog poop guy. Yeah, I'll just be the dog poop guy. All right, guys, let's say goodbye to History Roads. Yes. Goodbye, History Roads. Also I'll wait for the song. This is the three minute version. On 324, the biggest surrounded show of all time is happening in the main room of the Hollywood Improv. Tickets are half gone. So if you want to be there, I'd suggest getting your ticket fast. Tell your friends fast and get your tickets, dude. Also, you could sign up for the text list that we have now and you can find out about my shows and also uh, dynamic banter shows which hopefully will be ra- uh, ramping up again in the fall Jackpot. Um, and that number is 818-722-8682 go ahead and text horny to that number and we'll know that you want information on shows Beautifully said, Mike. And we want to thank the patrons of the Dynamic Banter Show. You guys are sweet little BBs. And I uh, want to congratulate Kevin for all his hard work on that, uh, c- creating content. And, uh, uh, and we're, we're having a big old meeting after this for uh, the next couple of months of content 
for the Patreon. It's a lot of fun stuff. It's an extension of the show. We've taken a lot of bits from the show and turned them into uh, outside of the podcast moments, whatever that means. And we got big plans for fun stuff coming up soon. So keep your eyes peeled on that Patreon, patreon.com slash dynamic banter. And of course, uh, the merchandise as well at dynamicbanter.clothing is uh, all the, all of those links are in the description, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you to Byron, all the folks at HeadGum, Leah, people who help us with the show. God bless. Amen. No cap. No crap. No crap on this show. That was a HeadGum podcast.